بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فإن خير الكلام كلام الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Dear brothers and sisters I know that so many of you Uh, very exciting about uh, this lecture and I think because of two reasons one because of the title of the reasons that's it's talking about the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam first of all the one which is his life sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam and his stories Revival the hearts and give life to the hearts and increase our iman. He's the most beloved one to our hearts, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. Second, because this lecture supposedly touch a very special side from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam's life. Today, the sisters choose this topic to talk about the Prophet ﷺ was a romantic, sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam. And I know why this title is exciting, even though I'm not so happy with the title. And Because the word romantic, it can give two meanings. One of them is not right, which we don't accept it, which is the romantic person, the person who is not realistic. The romantic person, the person who is not realistic. He think and he talk and he think or talk about something not realistic. It's something he imagine it. It's not uh, uh, in reality. He's not living the reality. But we don't mean that when we talk about the Prophet ﷺ. Even though, Wallahi, when I start preparing for this lecture, I found that what I found about the Prophet ﷺ live is more close, closer to imagination. I couldn't believe that there is a such man can be like him sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam. And this is no doubt, because the best sallallahu alayhi wa sallam of the best in all areas. And today, we will talk about some examples from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's way of lives, how sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam had a loving life with his wives, sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. We talk about that because we all believe in what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said. 
لقد كان لكم في رسول الله أسوة حسنة There has certainly been for us that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have sent Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as an example for all of us inna al-nabiyya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam been for you or all of the mankind as an example sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam and we follow him sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam and we trying to copy him sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam not only in some areas such as the prayer or the fasting or the worship but in as a matter of fact we copy him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in all aspects and one of these aspects how he used to live sallallahu alayhi wa sallam or how he used to deal with his wives sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam also I believe talking about this issue today is a very important because there is a lot of complaining from a lot of husbands and wives about their lives a lot of wives complaining about their husbands saying or mentioning a lot of problems they are facing in their lives with their husbands and also on the other hand you see a lot of husbands complaining about their wives and I'm so sorry to say that in some Muslims country the divorce percentage reached 35% and in a very uh, Islamic environment reached to 35% the percentage of the divorce in some of the Muslims countries in the United States I will give you just one example in Riverside which is a city in uh, California or in LA, suburb uh, from LA the Imam of the Masjid there told me between this period of time, 1975 until 1980, I had only four divorce cases. Five years, 75 to 1980. He said from 90, and after that I moved to Saudi Arabia, I worked there, I came back as an imam again in 1990. Since 1990 to today, or sorry, 1996, from 1996 until today, I have every week two cases of divorce. I said I can guarantee you every week I have two cases, two divorce cases. And that's a very high percentage. If you ask any one of the shiuch, any one of the serious knowledge, about what is the most famous problem our community facing is, it it's going to be the marriage problem. Therefore, a lot of young girl and young boy, they are afraid to get married. Actually, some of them are confused. They are thinking a lot about marriage. If you really ask among the Muslim community, or, by the way, this is not only for Muslims. Non-Muslims, they have also worse problems. Uh, the percentage is much, much higher. But we're talking about us as a community, as a people, we have, alhamdulillah, a model to Kabi, which should save us from these problems. You will see that the very high percentage among our sister and brothers, they said, we don't have a happy marriage. It's very obvious that when the women gather, they're complaining about their husbands. 
and saying that in somehow you can tell that they are in somehow not happy. It is very rare to find somebody he's really happy in his marriage. And this is a problem. I think we need to face it. We need to solve this problem. One of the ways to solve this problem is to talk about the Prophet Wasallam's life and how he used to love his wife. The Prophet Wasallam, as a matter of fact, I came with one conclusion that he was a great loving person Wasallam. He great lover to his wife Wasallam. I'm so sorry to say when we talk about love when we talk about love what jumps to our minds is the soap opera or we think about Romeo and Juliet or we talk or we think about when we talk about love you think about Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks Hanks <laughs> that's what we think about when we talk about love these are examples for us when we talk about love this kind of example and that's very bad that we don't think about love when we think about love we don't think about the greatest people who implement the real meaning of love in their lives when you see or watch this sob or this movies or America Sweethearts whatever you think these days talking about love stories you see it's based on most of the cases based on cheating most uh, based on love in a forbidden way but the love which we are going to talk about, it's a pure love. It's a love based on respect, mutual respect. About love which is based on religion. And that's what makes the difference between this, the, the sense of love in Muslim sense and other than Muslims. Brothers and sisters, I don't have much time to give introductions, but I have to mention two things before I start. One, that love in Islam, love in Islam is not a relationship based on culture, or uh, just because it's a natural feeling, this love between the two parties, or this relationship, not only love connected them together, there is more farther step than that. Love, or loving, is the foundation for any marriage. But also there is other pillars and other foundation for this marriage to be successful and solid. That this love or this marriage is a religious relationship. Therefore the Prophet ﷺ said, اتقوا الله في النساء فإنكم استحللتم فرجهن بكلمة الله The Prophet ﷺ said, Fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when you deal with women. Because they only became lawful for you to, to, to have them, to sleep with them, to be with them, only by Allah, by Allah's word. It's not by anything else. This woman just five minutes ago, you're not allowed to touch, you're not allowed to see me. But now after you, you confirm the marriage, everything is lawful between you and her. Or between you and him. It's just the words when the shaykh pronounced that you are wife and husband. It's by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's law and by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's words. So, therefore Islam looked at the husband in a very high status. And looked to the wife also in a very high status. As a matter of fact, the Prophet, the, the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَلَهُنَّ مِثْلُ الَّذِي عَلَيْهِنَّ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ 
that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made the rights mutual between both parties. There is rights or, uh, 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 the husband has to provide, the wife she also has to provide. Both parties, they have something to do. In Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam once walked in, uh, uh, he was walking in, in, in Medina, and he found sallallahu alayhi wa sallam two camels fighting. Then when they saw the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, if you have seen the camels, they are very huge. When they saw the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, both camels stopped and they prostrate themselves for Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Then when the Sahaba saw that, it's one of the Prophet miracle. Mu'adh radiallahu anhu, he couldn't control himself. He fell down, he fell down sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He fell down before the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, prostrating to him. Made sujood to the Prophet. Then Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, held him up. He said, no, you're not allowed to prostrate yourself for anybody other than Allah. If there is somebody can do that, it will be the woman for her husband. If there is somebody, he will be allowed to prostrate himself for, his, for somebody, for a human being, it will be the wife or her husband. Because he has a very high status or uh, in a very high status, uh, the husband. Oh, yeah, the Prophet some honor him to that extent. Even though she is not allowed to do that. In the other hand, the Prophet ﷺ said, the best thing you can ever have in your home, a good wife. Or righteous wife. In Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, The best thing the, the, the Prophet said, the best thing among this dunya you can ever have is your wife. He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, by marrying, the marriage will complete half of your religion. Didn't you see that all the Prophets, except Jesus السلام, they all get married? All the prophets has wives. Every prophet, except this because he uh, been uh, raised to heavens early when he was in 30. Sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam. In Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam. Qal, Hubbiba ilayya min dunyakum al-tibu wa nisa The prophet mentioned that if there, is, if there is something he loved most in this dunya, what he loved most from this worldly life is his wives, sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam, and the perfume. That's what he loved most, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ibrahim, alayhi salam, he loved Hajar so much, even in some narrations of the narration of the people of book, he used to go from Palestine to Mecca to see her daily, by Al-Buraq. Just to see her, he missed her so much. You will see the Prophet ﷺ, how much he loved his wife ﷺ. Marriage is something been very highly recommended in Islam. As a matter of fact, it's not allowed for anybody to say, I'm not going to marry. Male or, or female. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud said, if I have one night left in this dunya, I will not die as a bachelor. I will rather die as a married person. Just to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he has a wife, not a bachelor. He said that Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu. Uh, 
there is a lot of ahadith, a lot of verses in the, uh, in the Quran and the, some of the Prophet and ahadith to show you that marriage is a very important matter in Islam. And today I'm not supposed to talk about the marriage in Islam, but I will talk to you about some stories. And the problem is stories take time. Because it's a story. So, we just say whatever we can and we will يعني maybe say it in another lecture or something. I was thinking, should I classify this lecture or just tell you the stories and you can understand or pick up the, the lessons from the stories? And this is may, may basically what I want you to do. I want you to think about the Prophet life because really, I want you to share the same feeling I had when I was reading in this subject. I really, all of a sudden I found myself, it's 4.35. And my lecture is six, and I was home reading. Even I read the stories before, but I'm re- uh, reading it again, preparing for the lecture. I found myself in other world. Really, I le- I I went back fourteen uh, hundred years ago with the Prophet ﷺ with his family and in his house, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. To show that the Prophet ﷺ was a romantic in a sense, he's a, a, a loving person, and he was وسلم, a person who care, who share, uh, who show his love وسلم, We'll see that the Prophet ﷺ always, always will show his love to his wife Before that, uh, I forgot, I, I was supposed to mention one more, introduct, uh, one more point before we start. The Prophet ﷺ had, when he passed away, nine wives. And maybe this is, for some of you, if there is any non-Muslim, be surprised. Or new Muslims, be surprised. And some Muslims will be shocked. <laughs> nine, yes, when he passed away, he had nine wives wasallam. How many wives he had? He had 13, sallallahu alayhi wa and there is more different opinion about the number. But why the Prophet ﷺ had this large number of women? The Prophet ﷺ had this larger number of women for reasons. Not like that kuffar saying, because he loved sex so much, so he had nine wives. No. The Prophet ﷺ married nine wives for great for great uh, reasons, and there is a great wisdom behind that. Some of this wisdom, there is more than 18 wisdom, the scholars mention it, but the most important thing, just to mention very quickly, so you can understand why the Prophet ﷺ has wives. You don't surprise when we say that. Uh, first, the Prophet ﷺ life cannot, his personal life, cannot be covered with one woman, with one wife. Because she will forget. She will forget. If, can you imagine, let's say he married only Aisha. It would, if, uh, if Aisha, she cannot remember everything the Prophet used to use to do in his house. And everything he used to do in his house, it is something for part of the deen, we copy him. So we need at least a number of, of people who witness that, the personal life or the personal thing the Prophet used to do in his, in his house, so they can narrate, it, narrate these, these things to us, so we'll be sure that's what the Prophet used to do. Therefore he has nine, and all of them, 
They narrated what the Prophet used to do in the night, in the house, how he used to pray in the night, how he used to eat, how he used to sleep, even how he used to have intercourse sometimes with his wife وسلم, or what he said, or what he mentioned regarding that, or something related to the woman's uh, uh, life, personal things. He mentioned it to his wife so, there is a large number of women who witnessed the Prophet ﷺ personal life and narrated that to us. Two, also the Prophet ﷺ, he only married one virgin girl, Aisha radiallahu anha. And the rest of them, they were divorced, wicked, and some of them married three times before the Prophet ﷺ, maybe more. Or maybe only one time before the Prophet ﷺ. Some of them were young, 17 years old, like Safiya. Or some of them she's old, 45 years old, like Khadija. Some of them were in his age, some of them 20s, when he married them ﷺ. Some of them were so young, like Aisha ﷺ. So also they are in different age. And this is tell us, a life example, how you deal with different type of women. If you married a woman, she had a husband before, it's totally different than woman she never had a husband before. You have to feed her in a certain way. You have to know how to, to deal with her. The Prophet ﷺ was example for all these cases. Because he is the role model ﷺ for us. Also, the Prophet ﷺ dealt with the old woman, with the young woman, with the teenager woman, with 20s woman. He dealt with all of them, and all of them, and they, are have, they have different personalities. So that shows you also how the Prophet ﷺ dealt with this, why the Prophet ﷺ had this large number of women. Also, some of these women, their husbands, ex-husbands, their fathers, were the most enemy of Islam. Some of these wives, their, hus- their hus- ex-husbands, or their fathers, were the most enemy of Islam. After they married the Prophet wasallam, they all witnessed that he is the, the Prophet, no doubt. Such as Safiya, her father was a leader of Jewish, who fought the Prophet wasallam to the last moment in his life. He fought the Prophet ﷺ to the last moment in his life. He was the most enemy of the Prophet ﷺ in that time. But his daughter, now she became the Prophet ﷺ wife. She got the ch- plenty of chances to kill that man who killed her father. Or who destroyed her father's kingdom. But she never did. She got the plenty of chances to say bad things about him. To watch him closely, if he is lying or not, she will tell, oh, I have seen him did this and that. But she never, the, all of them only narrate what is good about Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And that shows you that he is a true prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That's why he married these, or this large number of, of, of women. Some of them, he married them by Allah subhanahu order. Also, one of the things about the Prophet sallallahu marrying this large number of women, to show you that he's a prophet. Why? Because honestly, if you want to see somebody and to judge his characteristic and to see that he has a good manners or not, or he's truthful or not, don't look at him when he's dealing with people outside home. No. Watch him in his house. 
Because it's very easy to be tayyib and nice and naive and calm person outside. But you cannot hide your real face inside your home. You can might deal with people with other face or with other curve, but in home, everybody will know what is you are really, who you are. So, in the Prophet ﷺ, in his home, he dealt with nine women. And dealing with one woman sometimes is very difficult to handle. Sometimes. So, he dealt with nine perfectly. He dealt with nine perfectly. All of them pleased with him. Even though you will see sometimes, Wallah, if I imagine myself over there, and they doing this to me, I will be nuts. Yeah, yeah, I, will, I, I will be, I will lose my mind. But, he never, sallallahu alayhi wa And that showed that he was a prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa Because this kind of personality, this perfection in his personality, sallallahu alayhi wa it's only because he was a prophet. That doesn't mean to give an excuse for the brothers up front, that whatever you said, we shouldn't do it because he's a prophet. No, this is not, I'm not saying that for that. But we should copy him, sallallahu alayhi wa as much as we can. Wait, let's start. The Prophet ﷺ used to show his love to his wife. And also don't forget, the Prophet ﷺ, is, he, he was not, yeah, and he exists two years ago in 20th centuries. We're talking about 14th centuries. You have to keep in your mind what's the people mentality in that time. How the people deal with women in that time. In Europe, woman means nothing. In Europe, in that time, women means nothing in all sense. It means basically she's impure creations. She's not allowed to touch the Bible. She's not allowed to walk in church. She's not allowed to inherit any money. As a matter of fact, when the Prophet was 30 years old, the mother church came up with uh, 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 saying that a woman is a body of a human being, but his soul is evil. That's what the mental, that the way people view the woman in. A such place like Europe. In, in China and in India, a woman has no right to live if her husband dies. She will burn alive with him. She's nothing. In Arab people, they view woman even worse. Woman, she doesn't deserve to live. The Arab people used to say, there is a woman when she's born, she, she should be buried alive. When she's a, a, a infant, when she's a newborn, they used to take her to the grave and just bury her. said, that's it. No, no woman. They used to inherit the woman. If a father die, his wife will go to his son. A'udhu billah. It is, was very bad way of dealing with women in the whole world. So imagine a man came in that time and look how he dealt with his wife. He never read novels. He never watched thoughts. He never knew things like... It is a person who raised in desert. And look at this characteristic, this wonderful life he had, sallallahu alayhi wa wasallam. The Prophet, he will show his love to his wives in every chance. Not only to them, even to others. Once the Prophet, was in a battle, it's called that is Salasim. And he ordered Abdullah ibn Amr ibn al-As to be the ruler of the Muslim's army in that time to lead the attack. And in the army, there is great sahaba, great companions of the Prophet ﷺ, companions. Abdullah ibn Amr ibn al-As, uh, Amr ibn al-As, sorry, he thought because he'd been choose to be the leader of the attack, 
he's better than the other companion. So he went to the Prophet ﷺ, he chose the, يعني, he saw the Prophet ﷺ sitting and he said, Ya Rasulullah, who do you love most, Ya Rasulullah? He wanted to take it because if the Prophet said him, mention him, he's يعني, be so happy, proud of that. He said, Aisha. My wife, Aisha. He said, this is the one I love most. See, he said that, sallallahu alayhi wasallam in her absence, in front of his friends, in front of his companion. No, he, he showed his love, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He loves her so much. Then he said to him, no, 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 I'm not asking about you this kind of love. I'm asking about who you love most among men. He said, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, bi abi wa ummi. He said, her father. He's still talking about her, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He didn't want to leave her name. Even, even he said her father. He didn't say Abu Bakr. He said no, her father. He loves her so much, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Inna bi sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wasallam. He will say clearly, as you heard just a few minutes ago, that he said, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, dunyakum nisa. I love most from this dunya, from this worldly life, my wives. And Nisa, it means my wives. Sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam. And the best thing in this dunya is the salat. The Prophet used to love Aisha more than anybody else when she uh, was with him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, among his live wives, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But he loved Khadija more, but she passed away. Anyway, the Prophet ﷺ wives were two groups. They were two groups. And they all had a fight, these two groups. Whenever follow, you see some group here, some group here. This group led by Aisha and Hafsa and Safiya and Sauda. These are one group. And the rest of them are group with Umm Salama. Anyway, the Muslims notice how much the Prophet ﷺ used to love Aisha. Therefore, when they have a gift, they will give it to the Prophet ﷺ when he is in Aisha's house. <laughs> so basically, where is the gift goes? To Aisha's house. Like, if they give him a food, it goes to Aisha's house. If they give him any gift, it will go to her house. So, they get frustrated. The other wives. They said, that's not fair. The people give their gifts, and all gifts goes only to her house, about us. Then what they said, they called for a meeting, emergency meeting. <laughs> they had a meeting. فَاجْتَمَعْنَا رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُنَّ فِي بَيْتِ وَاحِدَةٍ مِّنْهُنَّ فَكَلَّمَ حِزْبُ أُمِّ سَلَمَةٍ فَقُلْنَ لَهَا كَلِّمِي رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ يُكَلِّمُ النَّاسِ مَنْ أَرَادَ أَنْ يُهْدِي هَدِيَّةَ فَلْيُهْدِهَا حَيْثُ كَانَ مِنْ بِيُوتِ نِسَاءَ They ask Umm Salama, and the Prophet ﷺ used to love Umm Salama so much. Talk to the Prophet ﷺ, tell him that he will announce in the masjid, if you have a gift, don't only wait for Aisha's day and give me the gift in Aisha's day. No, give it whenever you want, so it's Aisha's day or other days. Umm Salama said, okay, I will say she talked to him, he didn't reply to her. She said, Ya Rasulullah, would you tell the people? He remained silent. She said, 
Would you tell them not, it's not fair that everything goes to Aisha? Why is Aisha? Then the Prophet said, don't say bad things about Aisha. Iyaki an tasu'i Aisha. said, don't mention anything bad about her. She said, Ya Rasulullah, I would never say bad thing. Then she went back to them. She said, no, 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 not me. فَأَرْسَلُوا أَحَبَّ خَلْقِ اللَّهِ إِلَيْهِ They sent to him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the most beloved person to the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Who's? His daughter, Fatima. تَقُلْ عَائِشَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهَا فَجَاءَتْ وَاللَّهِ لَا تُخْطِئُ مِشْيَتَهَا مِشْيَةَ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ She came, walking, Exactly like the Prophet ﷺ. She walking like, her walk was exactly like the Prophet ﷺ. And she was a very respectful woman. And Fatima is very much older than Aisha. Yani Aisha, she was 10 years old. And Fatima, she was 20, 28 years old. There is at least 8 or, or 10, more than 10 years between them. Older than Aisha. So, Fatima came to the Prophet ﷺ while the Prophet ﷺ with Aisha covered and they are laying down in their bed. She said, then the Prophet ﷺ, he did not move. He didn't change his position. Said, Ya Fatima, what you want? قالت قد جئتك من عند نسائك يطلبنا النصيفة في بنت أبي قحافة. I came from your wives they are all gathered and they asked me to talk to you because they said it's not fair that all the gifts go to her. So would you talk to the people? He said, my daughter. Do you know who's this? She said, yes, Aisha. He said, I love her. So love her too. She said, Ya Rasulullah, I love her. Then she went back. She understands. She got the message. Don't bother, yani. That's, that's the way, I'm not gonna, yani, say something to the people, to force people to do whatever. This is her luck. And, they came back, she told them, I cannot talk to him anymore. They didn't give up. They said, who the Prophet loved most after Aisha? Zainab. They said, Zainab. She lo- he loves her more than body, uh, anybody else. She's number two. Zainab bin Tijah. She went to her, عنها, and she was a tough woman. And she was so, يعني, she has so uh, self-confidence, or she, she that this kind of personality. She came to him, she walked in, she said, without even knocking the door, angry. Then she saw me with the Prophet sleeping next to each other, uncover in the bed. And again, the Prophet ﷺ, he didn't change his position. And see how this feeling can be. Then he said, what you want? She said, I came here to tell you that your wife's angry about what's happening. That all the gifts go to her. Why do people not do this fairly between all of us? Then, the Prophet ﷺ, here, he talked to his daughter, but his wife, he's not going to support one over others. He's not going to tell her, oh, don't talk. Front of his other wife. No. He remained silent. Then she said, أَحْسَبُكَ إِذَا قَلَّبَتْ لَكَ بِنْتُ أَبِي بَكْرِ ذُرَيْعَاتُهَا 
He said, I'm afraid that when Aisha, and Aisha she was pretty and she was so white and actually rosy her color. She said, when she shake her arms to you and she has a fat like arms, she's not skinny, she looks pretty. When she show you her body or something like that, her shoulder, you will accept from her whatever she say. She's trying to push the Prophet ﷺ to talk back to her. Then the Prophet ﷺ, then she looked at Aisha and talked very harsh words to Aisha. كَلَّمَتْ عَائِشَةَ فَضَجَّعَتْ She talked more than what, she crossed the line. Then Aisha said, when she looked at me, I turned my face. I don't want to face her out of respect to the Prophet ﷺ. Then I looked to Muhammad ﷺ, the Prophet. The Prophet said, I understood that the Prophet wants me to reply. Then she said, قَالَ فَرَدَتُ عَلَيْهَا حَتَّى رَأَيْتُ حَلْقَهَا She said, I reply at her, I stopped her, I, she couldn't talk to the extent, she has nothing more to say, even though her... Uh, her mouth was so dry. You know, when you're shocked, you can't talk. It became very dry. She said, and she remained silent. Then the Prophet ﷺ is smiling. She said, she's the daughter of Abu Bakr. And Abu Bakr is very well known that he's a liquid person. She, she, he said, she's like her father. Anyway, the Prophet ﷺ, he loved her so much. Therefore, Masruq, one of the successors said, when he narrated a hadith, he said, Aisha, the righteous woman, the daughter of the righteous man, the one the Prophet ﷺ loved most, she told me such and such. This is the way he will say, he will mention her name. Once Ammar ibn Yasir, one of the companions of the Prophet ﷺ, a man said bad thing about Aisha. Then he told him, are you talking bad about Aisha, the one the Prophet ﷺ loved most? Get out of here. All the Sahaba will know that he used to love his wife sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Not only Aisha, but Aisha he loved her most. Umm Salama been asked once, the Prophet he used to kiss you when you are fasting, and when he is fa- when he sallam, is fasting, when he was fasting, she said, me, no. They told, but Aisha said he used to kiss her when he is fasting. She said, yes. مَا كَانَ يَصْبِرُ عَنْ حُبِّهَا He couldn't hold himself from her because her is love to her. He couldn't stop himself from kissing her because he loved her so much. The Prophet ﷺ also loved others like Khadija. Aisha said, I never felt jealous as much as I felt from Khadija. Isn't that amazing that she's very jealous from a, a dead woman? She's dead already. But she's very jealous. She said the Prophet ﷺ, when he mentioned her, he would not stop. He would keep talking about her. And that should show you a lesson, a very important lesson, brothers and sisters. Many brothers and sisters said, after two or three years from marriage, five years, ten years, fifteen years of marriage, Love goes down, خلاص, no more warm love, and mo- no more uh, yani, uh, warm relationship between the both parts. 
See Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, she passed away. Years after years after years, he still loved her the same way. Do you know when he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will have extra meat in his house, he will order them to take this meat to Khadija's friends. He said, because this is her friends, I want to give them gifts. For his, for his wives, which, which she passed away, her friends, he will give them gifts. Because of his love to his wife. He's good even to her friends and her family. In Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa when he talked that, Aisha said, anha, once I got so jealous. Because when he talked, he talked about her so much. Then when I told him, why you care much about an old woman? She has a red uh, gums. She mean by red gums, because all of her teeth fell down. She's old. She doesn't have teeth anymore. And her gums are very red. You know, when you see old people, they don't have any more teeth. Their gums are very red. She said, what do you want of, of a woman? Hamra'u shidqayn. Yani, she doesn't have a teeth. And she looks ugly. And, uh, and uh, old. What do you care much? Why do you care much about her? She said, when I said that, he was so mad at me. In Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his love was true love. It's not a matter of she changed, like, oh, she became, uh, 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 she doesn't look good anymore, the love died. No. The love is not only for how she looks like. It's more deeper than that. He was so mad at her, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And she said, and I hear a lot of things, I wish I didn't say any single word to him about her. He's, he, he gave me a lesson. And she said, and he kept repeating these things one month. Every day and night he see me. He said, Aisha, she was this and this and this and this. And I said, Wallah, I will never say anything no more about her. But once she did, once she said the Prophet قالت يا رسول الله إن كان لك بعير أكنت تطعمه من شجرة أكل منها أم من شجرة لم يأكل منها She said to the Prophet once Yep, oh Muhammad وسلم, I have a question for you He said what? She said if you have a camel And you see there is trees And there is tree There is other camels eating from this tree Or ate already, ate already from this tree And there is an, a tree new Never been touched By any camels Where are you going to let your camel eat from? From the tree never been touched? Or from the tree already the camels ate it? You know what she means. She is very, uh, she used to say, to show her love so much to the Prophet Anyway, look to this example. The Prophet ﷺ, when he made Hajj, he took all of his wives. Then Safiya, Safiya, you know, she is a daughter, she's a Jewish woman, and she became Muslim, and she married the Prophet ﷺ. Her camels, for somehow, get sick, and he couldn't move. فَدَخَلَ عَلَيْهَا النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ تَبْكِي came to her, and she was crying, Because her camel is not moving and she's afraid that she will miss the hajj with the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. Then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi enter while she's crying. فَقَامَ يَمْسَحُ دُمُوعَهَا بِيَدَيْهِ 
Then the Prophet ﷺ start taking, and he stopping her from her crying, and the Prophet ﷺ will wipe his tear with his hand ﷺ, telling her, don't cry, with his own hand ﷺ. And cleaning her face from the tears, or her cheek from the tears. And the Prophet ﷺ said, don't worry, don't worry. And he ordered the whole caravan to stop for her. فَقَالَ لِزَيْنَبْ بِنْتِ جَحْشِ أَفْقِرِي أُخْتَكِ جَمَلًا يعني اعطي أختك جملا فقالت أنا أفقر يهوديتك والله ما كان She said he, The Prophet told Zainab bin Jahsh Why you don't give him one of your camels She has camels because she's rich Zainab she's rich woman Then she told him Do you want me to give your Jewish woman a camel? Oh no she was jealous. She doesn't want that. But anyway, the Prophet ﷺ gave her a camel. The Prophet ﷺ, he didn't, he knew that a woman can be jealous. Therefore, he was not harsh with a woman when she is say something not proper because out of her jealous. In Nabi ﷺ, she see the love in his life. In Nabi ﷺ was sick one uh, uh, night or one day. Safiya, this Safiya, and she was 17 years old when he married her, and she was so beautiful, woman, radiallahu anha. He, uh, she walked into the Prophet why he's sick. فقالت والله يا نبي الله لوددت أن ما بك بي. She said, Ya Rasulullah, I wish that this pain in me, not in you. She's very nice. I wish that this pain in me, not in you. Then his rest of his wives there, فَجَعَلْنَا يَتَغَامَزْنِ يعني they, they, they look at each other and say, yeah, yeah, you know? They said like that. They look at, yeah, <laughs> she's saying that. فَقَالَ مِنْ أَيِّ شَيْءٍ تَغَامُزُكُنْ وَاللَّهِ إِنَّهَا صَادِقَةٌ He said, صلى الله عليه وسلم, why are you doing that? Wallahi, she's saying the truth. Wallahi, she's saying the truth. Don't write anything. Sorry. Even by the way, Safiya, لما تزوجها النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم, عائشة, she wanna see what this new girl looks like. قال فتنقبت, she wore niqab, and she covered herself, and she walked into the wedding to see Safiya, and nobody see her. But the Prophet recognized Aisha, and he told, ha, how you find her? How she is? She was coming back. She said, قَاتْ يَهُودِيَةٌ مِّنْ يَهُودِيَاتِهِمْ She said, she's just a Jewish woman like any Jewish woman. She, she did admit that she is a, a, a beautiful woman. Anyway, the Prophet ﷺ also once, Aisha, was telling him a story. A long story about 11 women they gathered. And they start talking bad about their wives. And some of them mention good thing about it. This is before Islam. This story, Aisha repeating the story, narrating the same story to the Prophet She mentioned in the end of the story, a man. And this man, his name Abu Zarr. His, his wife loved him so much. When she talked about him, she talked about him, she put him in very, very high degree. Even though she said, yani, nothing ever similar to Abu Zarr. I love him more than anything else. When she described him, she described him, she praised him, his 
ex, his, uh, his daughters from his ex-wife. She praised his mother, which is very rare to find a woman do that, is her mother-in-law. She praised also even his servant, his camel, his son. She praised everything belonged to him. Because when you love somebody, you love all his belongings. He belongings. Yeah, and if I love my wife, I will love her car. That's, that's, uh, she, she, you, she loves you. She loves everything from you. She loves your clothes. She loves your, the color you love. That's something very uh, obvious. When you love somebody, you start loving everything he loves. Because this basically something common sense. Anyway, she was talking about him like, mentioning everything about her life with him. I, I can't say it because it's a very long story. Anyway, amazing. She said, but after a while, he saw a woman outside, has two kids, and she had a big breast, and he liked her, he divorced me, and he married her. That's what she said. Yeah, and even he didn't marry her with her. No, he divorced her, and he married the other one. And she's still saying, and he is the best man I ever had in my life. Even that, he divorced her, he, he did all these bad things to her. She said, I love him more than anything else. She married another man, was a great, so a great man. And she said, he honored me more than my ex. He loved me more than my ex. But still, my love to my ex, nothing similar to it. You know what the Prophet said to Aisha when she said that? She said, do you know, my love to you, like Abu Zar loves to, Aisha, to, to his wife, but I will not divorce you. And we love each other like, like these couples, but I will not divorce you. But Aisha smart. She didn't stop. She said, no, Ya Rasulullah, you are better than Abu Zar. You are better than him. She's a smart girl. She, she said, you are better than him. She didn't say, oh, that, no. She always liked to add something to the conversation. Anyway, and Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to care about their feelings so much. Once Aisha radiallahu anha, she's a young girl, there are some Ethiopians were playing with their small spears in the Prophet ﷺ mosque, in the rear of the mosque, playing with their spears. Then the Prophet ﷺ told Aisha, come to watch them. To watch them. And he said, ﷺ, she's a young girl, and we have to consider that. Young girl, she, your wife might be young. And she needs to go, to go for traveling, to go with you, to have fun with you. You know, some people deal with his wife. You have to, con- to consider that, to put this in consideration. The age of your wife, how old she is. And what she wants, what she loves. The Prophet said, no Aisha, what he did, he said, come and watch them. Look at this beautiful, beautiful picture. The Prophet ﷺ covered Aisha, or he put a curtain, he held a curtain, he held a curtain with his hands. Then Aisha came and she put her chin on the Prophet's shoulder. Then she said, and I put my cheek touching his cheek. What a lovely way. Do you imagine that? She putting her chin on her shoulder, her cheek touching the Prophet's cheek and she watching. Like that. Then the Prophet said, do you finish? She said, no, not yet. <laughs> then the Prophet said, do you finish three times? Stay for a while. She said, mm, no, not yet. 
She said, Wallahi, I'm not enjoying watching them, I'm enjoying myself touching him. And I want all his other wives to see me. She said that. <laughs> to see that. رضي الله عنه الله قالت قال لا تعجل وما بي حب النظر إليهم ولكن أحببت أن يبلغ النساء مقامه لي ومكان منه رضي الله عنه وارضاه then all of the sudden عمر بن الخطاب walked the Ethiopians uh, boys ran from عمر and عائشة ran inside her house رضي الله عن عمر because they respect him so much Aisha said I used to play with dolls and the Prophet used to send young girls in my age to my house to play with me when he will send some girls in her age to play with her see how much his consideration he consider what she wants what she needs he will send somebody to spend some time with her see this Amazing uh, 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 narrations uh, that the Prophet had been written by Bukhari Muslim. She said, we, I went with the Prophet once in one of his battles, one of his journeys. Then she said, in the desert, my necklace fell down. I said, Ya Rasulullah, I lost my necklace. Then the Prophet and it was night, Maghrib time, uh, yani the, the night, it was dark already. The Prophet said, everybody stop, the whole, the whole army, the whole caravan, look for her necklace. Then the Prophet started looking for her necklace. He didn't say, who cares about your necklace, we have business to take care of. Uh, I will give you another, no. And she was not afraid to say, I know sister, she's afraid to tell her husband what she wants. Because she is sure that he will not consider uh, uh, that or who will not recognize what she wants. She's afraid. He she does not. She said, yeah, so I lost my necklace, I want it. He said, okay, let's look for it. Imagine yourself, you're traveling, huh, in the hotel and she lost. Who told you to lose your, your ring? You, I don't want to use the words some people use. You know? Carry, let's go, move on. No, he said, stop. Then all army was upset with Aisha. The whole army said, and guess what? They said, and here there is no water. Because people, old days when they travel in the desert, they only stop where there is water, well. Or, or, or like uh, oceans or something. But there is nothing, what are we going to do? We can't move in the night, what, how are we going to pray to prefer Muyuvu? It's, very, it's a big problem for them. And they were very upset. Then she said, I know that my father will be angry at me. Then he came to me in the night, and I heard a lot of bad words from him. She said, He gave me very hard words. He talked to me very harsh. Why you did that? Why you forced the Prophet And the Prophet was laying down, and his head in my lap, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, sleeping. While Abu Bakr, while my father, يعني, talking to me and saying, why you did that? And he used to tap me in my wrist here. Very strong sometimes. And wallahi, I want to scream. I want to move, but I couldn't because I don't want to wake him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, because he was sleeping in my lap. 
So I was like holding myself. And he doing that, my father. He's angry at her. Then all of a sudden, subhanallah, sisters. When the morning came, no water. How are we going to pray? Allah revealed verses from the sky that a Muslim is allowed to use the sand instead of the water if there is no water. Then, one of the Prophet ﷺ companion, Usaid ibn Shubayr, came to Aisha's tent and he said, مَا هَذِهِ بِأَوَّلُ بَرَكَاتِكُمْ يَا آلِ أَبِي بَكْرِ She said, this is not the first good things comes from this house, Abu Bakr's house. Because of what happened? Uh, 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 brothers, that uh, uh, this way of the Prophet ﷺ when he dealt with them, it shows you that the Prophet ﷺ cares so much. Once he was traveling and he had Safiya, his wife, with riding, allowed Safiya to ride next to him in his camel. ﷺ. Then all of a sudden he fell down with her, the camels, for some reasons, uh, hit a rock or something, both of them fell down. The Prophet ﷺ and his wife. Then Abu Talha jumped from his camel toward Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Then sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, see the woman first. See? Both of them fell down. He said, see the woman, see my wife first. Then what Talha did? He said, then I put my soap like this and behind me and I walked toward her with my back. Because I don't know, maybe she uncovered when she fell down. I don't want to see her aura. So I walk with my back. When I was close to her, I call her. Then I throw uh, my soap to her. She can cover herself with it. Reported by Bukhari or Muslim. He will not... Nabi tolerant. He will forgive. Once the Prophet one of his wives, Hafsa, She's a such good cooker. She cook a great. She cook very good. By the way, Aisha she doesn't know how to cook. That's what she said. I don't know how to cook. He never bit mad at her. I know some people will like divorce because she doesn't know how to cook. And that's not excuse. I'm advising my sister to go get some books and learn. But anyway, because you don't want you don't, you don't want anything else to happen to you. Anyway, so what he said, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, once he was with his, with his gifts, and look to this, with his ish, gifts, and Hafsa sent food to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Sent food to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Aisha in her house, she not allowed somebody to send food. What that means? This insulting. When the person who came, the servant who came with the food, Aisha, she got a rock and she hit the plate with it. All the food all the food fell, the, 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 plate broke, the plate broken and all the food in the ground. Front of the Prophet and his guests. La alaik, what you will do if it's you? What, what's your reaction going to be? front of your guests, what are you going to do? Ask yourself, listen that. Once, one of the brothers was telling, one guy he married in his honeymoon, we don't believe in honeymoon, we believe in live moon, 
and then uh, live moon, and uh, honey live. Oh, no, no. That olive live should be honey and, and nice and, and good. Anyway, he's in his first week of marriage. His wife was walking, for somebody she hit herself in the chair. She said, Oh, are you okay? My sweetheart, in a very nice way. She said, Yeah, I'm okay. This girl said, After two years, and we were in the same hotel, and I walked in and said, How I hit myself on the same chair? He said, Are you blind? You didn't see this chair in front of you? <laughs> the same hotel. Well, lie, the girl said, The same hotel. The same thing happened. Two years only, different. The love changed. See, the Prophet ﷺ, she did all of that. Then what the Prophet ﷺ did, he smiled. And she said, your mother became jealous. End of the story. Then he told Aisha to give Hafsa one of her plates. That's it. Not a big deal. Because he understand, and he, he understand the feeling of women. Not all the time they are perfect, sallallahu alayhi wa wasallam. But sometimes he will be mad at her. He will correct her. Once the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa left the house in the night. Aisha said, no, he's not going to leave the house in my night to go to somebody else. She said, I follow him. Then he went to the, the graveyard, al-Baqiyya. She said, I hide. I'm seeing what he's doing. Then he raised his hand and he made dua three times. Then he returned back home. She said, I start walking. He walks fast, I walk fast. He ran, I ran. He walked, I walked faster, I get to my bed, I cover myself, but I was breathing very <sighs> because running. She said, when the Prophet ﷺ saw me like that, the Prophet ﷺ said, Hashya Arabia. He said, what's wrong with you? You have asthma or something? <laughs> See, he cares about her. She said, because whenever I am sick, he will ask about me. I just said, he asked me that because whenever I'm sick, the Prophet show his care. He said, what's wrong with you? You have asthma or something? See the care? She said, no, I don't. I don't have anything. She said, no, there's something wrong with you. I left you okay. She said, nothing. He said, wallahi, you're going to tell me or Allah will tell me. <laughs> A big trouble. She said, okay, whatever we can try to hide, is not going to hide from him. I'll tell you. I thought you are going to some of your wives. So I follow you. She, she said, oh, so you are this person who are following me. Then she said, he tapped me. He pushed me in my chest very strong. It hurts me. He hurt me. See, sometimes it requests that the person, sometimes he firm. He said, you thought that I will be unjust or with you? You know why I left without telling you? Because Jibreel came. And Jibreel, he will not walk into the room while you don't have your clothes on. And this is another thing to know. From his romantic life, I'm going to say that. From his lovely wife, from his loving life, loving way of life, وسلم, when he will sleep, he will take off his, chair, his shirt, his shirt, وسلم, or his t-shirt, and he will touch, allowed his skin to touch his wife's skin. Just to make it more 
more close to each other. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. She doesn't have her clothes on. She says, Jibreel, he will not walk in. And I don't want you to wake you up in the middle of the night, tell you, put your clothes on, and I have to go somewhere. Because I'm afraid you will be scared. See how much he, he, he cared about her? It's really scary. Imagine you living, you are with your wife. Somebody call you in the middle of the night. Come here quickly. Oh, I have to go. What's happened? He, she will be very worried. What's happened? What's going on? The Prophet, he don't want her to be like that. Sleep, calm, don't worry. He will do it by himself. See how much he cares, sallallahu alayhi wa Because of that, he was so angry at her. But she's very smart. Do you know what she said? She said, Ya Rasulullah. So what you should say when I walk in the graveyard? <laughs> now, are we talking about the supplications of walking in the, into the graveyard? No, we talking, he talking about the problem. How you think that way about me. But she's very, she switched the, the, the subject. She said, what he said to her? Yeah, you should say, Assalamu alaikum, ahl al-diyari min al-mu'mineen wa al-muslimin, rahimallahu al-mustaqdimeen minkum, minna wa al-mustakhirin, wa inna insha'Allah bikum lahiqun. He started talking about other issues, about what to say when you walk into the graveyard. But he's also, sallam, he didn't say, yeah, but let's go back to the subject. <laughs> no. Khalas. She got the lesson, she learned something, pass on. And this is the good man. The good man is not the one who will stop with every single mistake to investigate. In Nabi Sallam, he cares about even more less than what you imagine. Once Hafsa and Aisha, they had a deal. As I told you, they are in one group, and they don't like Zainab. And the Zainab, she's rich, as I told you before. And she used to have honey in her house. And the Prophet says, who can يعني, offer to buy honey at that time? Anyway, the Prophet said, love honey so much. So, therefore, the Prophet used to go to have to Zainab so, so much often. And Zainab will say to, to others, oh, he, he, he had a honey in my house. You don't have it. So Aisha and Hafsa said, we will make a deal. When he comes out from Hafsa, from Zainab, and come to your house, tell him, what the smell? <laughs> then when he will walk into my, ha- my house, I'll tell him, what the smell? When he comes out from Zainab. Deal, deal. Anyway, when the Prophet wasallam came out from Zainab, she said, what that smell? Then the other one said the same. He said, I only had honey in, in Zainab's. That's the problem. I only had honey in Zainab's house. She said, oh, it's milk. <laughs> then the other one said the same thing. Then the Prophet said, let's see, this is the point. He said, I will never ever drink or eat honey again. Just because that makes them feel bad. Or they don't like the smell of the honey. Even though he loved the honey, sallallahu He said, I'm not going to take it again. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed verses from the Quran. Say, oh Muhammad, why you make things forbidden in yourself and Allah make it lawful for you. Ya ayyuhal nabiyu lima tuharrim ma ahallallahu lak. But see the point how much he, sallallahu alayhi wa will do what will please them. In Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa had a lot of patience. With them, he used to talk to them, sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wasallam. Anas radhiyallahu anhu said, 
the Prophet ﷺ, every day, every day, he will pass by his houses, his wives' houses, and he will talk to them, spend time with them, make dua for them, then he will go to the one he should sleep with. Every day. I can't imagine where he got the time from. You have one and you sometimes have two, three days, you don't have time to spend much to talk to them. But the Prophet said, no, and this is not excuse for any one of us. He will make time, sallallahu alayhi wa for that. In Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, see this story, which is reported by Imam Muslim, In Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa had nine wives, as you know, as Anas narrating the story. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa used to stay, after Maghrib, he will go to one of them, and he will spend time with them, all of them might gather in one house. And he will talk to them. Anyway, one night he was in Aisha's house because it's her night. And it was dark. Then a woman, she gave her hand to the Prophet ﷺ. Then the Prophet ﷺ was old. It, 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 it seems like he was going to pull her to be next to him. He thought she's Aisha because this is her house. But she was Zainab. She was uh, Zainab. Then she said, Ya Rasulullah, I am Zainab. Then he said, he pulled his hand back. Because this is not her night. Then Aisha, radiallahu anha, she got jealous. She starts arguing with Zainab, how dare you put your hand to the Prophet ﷺ in order for him to take you or pull you next to him. This is my night. They start arguing so much. And their voice came loud. And the Prophet ﷺ looking and them smiled. Then Abu Bakr came, said, أُخْرُجْ يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ إِلَى الصَّلَاةِ وَحْتُ فِي أَفْوَاهِنَّ التُّرَابِ The Prophet ﷺ, Abu Bakr came to him, the father of Aisha said, Ya Rasulullah, come to the prayer, Iqamah time. See, that means that he is spending this time with them. Even the time of the Salah came, Abu Bakr came to the Prophet said, Come and do the iqamah and let them talk or put sand in their mouth, let them, let them يعني, shut their mouth, basically. Anyway, in Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam once was sitting also, and Aisha radiallahu anha was sitting, and Sauda, other one of the Prophet. Aisha, she cooked that day, and I told her she's not a good, she doesn't know how to cook good, Anyway, she cooked a, a special food, it's called khazira, it's kind of meat. Uh, Anyway, she, she cooked meat. Then it has meat and sauce. Then, uh, Sauda, in one of the side, Aisha, none of the side. Aisha said to Sauda, eat. Mm-mm. <laughs> Sauda said, no, I'm not going to eat. She said, eat. She said, no, I'm not going to eat. From you, eat, no. Then she said, if you're going to eat or... I'm gonna put this sauce in your face, like she put the sauce in your face, playing with her, joking. Then she said, "Yes, can I?" He said, "Yes." Then she dipped her hand in the sauce of the meat and she started painting Sauda's face with the sauce of the meat. Then Sauda, she looked at the Prophet and she said, "You can do it too." Then they start playing with each other, painting each other's faces, and the Prophet laughed. When Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu came taking permission, the Prophet ﷺ said, 
go, go, fish your, clean your fish quickly and take this food from here. Aisha said, since then, I was afraid for Umar because I saw the Prophet ﷺ respected him so much, even he not allowed us to joke in front of him, of Umar. Inna Bissafallam also once was traveling. And Aisha and uh, Hafsa were together. Even though they are one group, but still. In Aisha, her camel was shorter than Hafsa's camel. And the Prophet ﷺ, when he walked in the army, in the caravan, he will come and walk beside Aisha and talk to her. This all of this to show you how much he will talk, spend time with them. Any chance. He walking in the caravan, he will leave them and he will walk with his wife. He will come to Aisha and talk to her. Hafsa, she is smart. She told Aisha, you know what, we're going to pass by area, there is a lot of views. You want to use my camels because higher camels? Bigger camels? I said, yes. She's still a little. She said, yes, excited about seeing few things. But she didn't realize the trick. What Hafsa planned. When she rides Hafsa's camels, you know the camels had like a kind of uh, partitions around it. So nobody knows who's exactly inside. Called Hawdij. The Prophet came to Aisha's camels. But Aisha's not there. Who's there? Hafsa. Then he started talking to her. Aisha said, I didn't look to anything else. I was only looking to them and so sorry and mad that they missed this chance. She said to the extent, Wallahi, I put my, feet, my foot in the, uh, you know, the, the, the camel was uh, subtle. She said, I put my foot in the trees, the, 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 uh, the push of the trees, hoping a scorpion or a snake will attack me and I'll die but not to see this happening to me. I would rather die not seeing that happen to me in my own camels. <laughs> that they are talking to each other. But the point again is the Prophet ﷺ will talk to them. Will have patience with them. Aisha once, she had argued with the Prophet ﷺ and she raised her voice over the Prophet ﷺ voice. Oh, it's not the end of the world. Her father was there. What he did, he came to make a deal between them. Abu Bakr slapped her daughter in, his face, in her face. How dare you raise your voice over the Prophet's voice? Then the Prophet said, No, no. We don't ask you to be in the middle to do that. We don't ask you to be in the middle to, to slap her or to, to beat your daughter. No, I don't want that. Then Abu Bakr left. Then he said, I left. Then he came back and found them laughing. See, even the problem, it will not take so many days, so many hours. Problems happen. It will end right the way. He said, when I came back, they laughing. I said, أَلَا أَشْرَكْتُمَانِ فِي صُلْحِكُمَا كَمَا أَشْرَكْتُمَانِ فِي حَبِّكُمَا He said, why you don't ask me now to join you while you're laughing? We have a peaceful time. You only ask me to involve when you have a fight. And he joined me, what is good also, let me join with you. In Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, also once he making i'tikaf, i'tikaf. One of his wives, which is Safiya, came and spent so much time with him. Talking to him, so much, late into the night. Then he walked her to his house, and this time two people passed by the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, hey, don't walk quickly, she's my wife. 
Because she's covered. She, she, she's my wife. Don't think bad. The Prophet ﷺ, he's not trying to save himself from people thinking bad about him. No. He's trying to save them. Because if they think bad about the Prophet ﷺ, they will not become Muslim. This is kufr. Anyway, even the Prophet ﷺ, he will say to Aisha, I know when you are pleased with me or angry with me. He said, how? She said, when you are pleased with me, you will swear, when you make oath, you will say, the Lord of Muhammad. And when you are angry at me, you said, the Lord of Moses, the Lord of Ibrahim. She said, I only leave your name, Ya Rasulullah. In Nabi Sallam, Aisha, she narrated to him the story of this 11 women. It takes 15 minutes to read it for you. He listening quietly. Hey, khalas, finish, I'm busy. Sometimes you are, but we do these mistakes, but we need to correct ourselves. In Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he might, and you will see all of his wives in one night. He will, he will joke with them, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. One Sauda, she prayed behind the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and he had long record. She said, Ya Rasulullah, I was holding my nose because the blood was coming out uh, from my nose. It was so long record. And the Prophet smiled, and she used to make jokes. This generation said, she used to make jokes, which the Prophet ﷺ will laugh for. Anyway, in Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam, he when he will when Aisha will drink from the cup, in Nabi sallam he will drink from the same spot she drank from, drank from. When she eat, when she get a bite from the meat. He will bite from the same place she had her bite. To that extent, to show his love, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He raised Aisha twice, foot raised twice, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. That's that's amazing. The Prophet sallallahu used to take shower with his wives, and one of them, he will take shower with Aisha with with, with Safiya together. Some narration, but it's it's weak, yeah, and it's not uh, authentic. They have two containers they used to, and you know, spread water on each other when they are taking the shower. But it's not authentic. But anyway, the authentic narration they used to take shower together, and they have only one container. Sometimes the Prophet take it first. Sometimes she will take it first. Who take it first? Even very nice, very lovely way of life. Ease life, full of ease, full of love. This life actually is not exist much in our uh, uh, marriage life, brothers and sisters. Why? We should ask ourselves that. We should know that the Prophet ﷺ, with all of his responsibility, he's the Prophet, he's the leader, he's the Imam, he's the Qadi, he's the Shaykh, he's the scholar, he's everything. And this was his part of his life, sallallahu and believe me, what I left from his uh, stories with his wife, more maybe than what I said to you. But I hope we learn today that the Prophet ﷺ was a great example for us uh, as, a, as a man to copy him ﷺ. And also we learn from his life, also as sisters, to learn from this life to uh, know that this life is something you and your husband sharing together. 
the Prophet sallallahu alaihi so many times the, the sisters and brother complaining about yani, their relationship tend to be very cold. Even though sometimes they will complain that their husband not anymore interested to sleep with them. Leaving them behind their back, his back. And so many times wives talk and said, we cut our husbands watching bad things and doing bad things. We don't have any more love between us. Why he will do that? Why she will do that? Because this love is not warm between them. And they have to find a way to uh, have a good relationship between each other. Because love is a very important thing for the marriage. But I will tell you something in the end. Not only love make this marriage survive. Sauda, the Prophet Hafsa radiallahu anha, the Prophet divorced her once. Allah ordered him to take her back because she was a righteous woman. He said, طَلَّقَهَا رَسُولَ طَلْقَ فَقَالْ رَاجِعْهَا فَإِنَّهَا صَوَّامَةٌ قَوَّامَةٌ Allah told him, take her back. She prays Allah and she fasts Allah. It's not only a matter of, of love and how she looks like. There's other valuable things in the life between the both parties. It should be recognized. Umar يقول ما أكثر البيوت قوامها على الحب. Umar said not most of the houses based on love, and that's true. Not most of the marriage based on love. But when there is love, it's the best marriage. But even though if the love is weak in your heart, does not excuse for you to terminate your 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 marriage. And nothing will solve your problems like yourself. Not sheikhs, not a counselor. They will not help you as much as you help yourself. They might advise, but to start from you and him. In yurida islaha, if they have intention for peace, for changing themselves, yuwafiqullahu bainahuma. Allah will give them success. Dear brothers and sisters, I know I took more than what I should, but actually, I was expecting you to stop me whenever you want me to stop. Uh, and end with that. Wa jazakum Allahu. خيرا وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه